thank you for joining us here at His Hardline. You can find us at www.hisheartline.com. With God at the driver's seat, I am Jason, your co-host. You're listening to 1% or less with him. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening. Happy to have you here. You are listening to 1% or less with him on His Hardline. I am Jason, the co-host. Thank you for joining us. And in case you missed it in the intro, the host here at our side is Jesus Christ and God. They're at the wheel. They are in the driver's seat. They're the ones that are taking control. So today we are going to be reading out of the uh, book of Hebrews. And we're going to be reading chapter 13. Um. Today is Thursday, March 24th, 2022, and I want to say again, welcome. I hope you all are having a good day, and uh, today is usually one of my days off, and so I try to stay away from the news, I try to stay away from other podcasts, because I try not to cloud my mind up with noise, so I always try to focus Typically, on days off, I always really put most of my focus on my family and our household. And so, and it, it just, it seems less stressful when I do that. Um, I spend enough time listening to the radio and talk shows and stuff like that. So, you know, while I'm at work. So, but the reason I like to do the chapter a day uh, Bible reading is because if we spend at least 1% of our 24 hours a day just reading one chapter in the Bible and spending a little time in prayer, it really goes a long way. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I cannot really find words that will convey strongly enough exactly the true power of deep diving into your Bible really happens to have in your life. Which is why I try to really focus on that. I'm not a big, firm believer of Bible thumping, although sometimes I have been accused of it, but I don't really like doing that because everybody has their own journey. Everybody has their own walk. God calls different people at different times. It's all part of God's great, grand design, right? And he happened to call me early enough in my life, thankfully, to where I can be used in accordance to the way he needs to use me in his, uh, you know, his uh, tool chest of uh, hand tools, if you will, right? And so that's why I like to do this chapter a day. It's funny, when I first started this podcast, I had something else completely in mind. And every once in a while, I would go, I will go this route. I wanted to share personal stories of different life lessons that I had been through to hopefully allow others to kind of hear what I went through and hopefully learn the lessons that I had to without actually having to go through the experience or the misfortunes of those negative consequences. Um, that's how I learn sometimes from other people. I try to watch other people's mistakes and I try to learn through visual and to remember, okay, this is what not to do. This is how you avoid this situation. 
because after seeing somebody else living a negative experience, it's like, okay, I'm going to mark this checkbox right now. Let's make sure we avoid this in life, right? And that's kind of ultimately what I had planned for this podcast was to share my life experience thus far. Not that I'm very old and wise, but I have had enough life experience to at least fill up some pretty good content on, you know, for podcast shows to maybe hopefully help others. But as I got this started, God led me differently and he is saying, I'm not telling you not to share some experiences, but remember if you're truly, and this is kind of what I'm getting, you know, in my soul, and this is what is resonating in my heart and what I'm hearing, I think, how I'm understanding this is you can share some of your stories, but remember if you're truly giving me control and you're really claiming that this podcast is truly mine, I need you to go this route. And this route is to do a chapter a day Bible reading. And yes, there are many others out there that do the same thing. And those people that are doing it may possibly be ordained or they may be, you know, their pastor or they may be a priest. I don't know. However, I am not. I'm not a theologian, not a biblical scholar. I am just a man of living lifeblood made in the perfect image of God, trying to understand his word. Going through this journey with you if you're choosing to spend that 1% or less with him, right? And when I say him, not me, God. And then the other part of this journey is to spread the word of the assemblies, which those are different topics for different shows. However, we're going to stick at the subject at hand. So today we are going to be reading out of the book of Hebrews, chapter 13. And I love this book, and it's a very short book, but I love the last chapter. It reads, Let mutual love continue. Do not neglect hospitality, for through it some have unknowingly entertained angels. Be mindful of prisoners as if sharing their imprisonment, and of the ill-treated as of yourselves, for for you also are in the body. Let marriage be honored among all the marriage bed be kept undefiled. For God will judge the immoral and adulterers. Let your life be free from love of money, but be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never forsake you or abandon you. Thus we may say with confidence, the Lord is my helper, and I will not be afraid. What can anyone do to me? Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teaching. It is good to have our hearts strengthened by grace and not by foods, which do not benefit those who live by them. We have an altar for which those who serve the tabernacle have no right to eat. The bodies of the animals, whose blood the high priest brings into the sanctuary as a sin offering, are burned outside the camp. Therefore Jesus also suffered outside the gate to to consecrate the people by his own blood. Let us then go to him outside the camp, bearing the reproach that he bore. For For here we have no lasting city, but we seek the one that is to come. Through him, then... Let us continually offer God a sacrifice of praise. 
that is the fruit of lips that confess his name. Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have. God is pleased by sacrifices of that kind. Obey your leaders and defer to them, for they keep watch over you and will have to give an account that they may fulfill their task with joy and not with sorrow, for that would be of no advantage to you. Pray for us, for we are confident that we have a clear conscience, wishing to act rightly in every respect. I especially ask for you, excuse me, I especially ask for your prayers that I may be restored to you very soon. May the God of peace who brought up upon the dead the great shepherd of the sheep of by the blood of the eternal covenant, Jesus our Lord, furnish you with all that is good that you may do his will. Be or may he carry out in you what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Brothers, I ask you to bear with this message of encouragement, for I have written to you rather than rather briefly. I must let you know that our brother Timothy has been set free. If he comes soon, I shall see you together with him. Greetings to all your leaders and to all the holy ones. Those from Italy, send your greetings. Grace be with you all, all of you. And that concludes the chapter uh, 13 in the book of Hebrews. I love this book. And the reason I do, I'm going to go right back to the very, uh, very, very beginning where it says in verse one, going through all the way down to verse five, let mutual love continue. Do not neglect hospitality for through it, some have unknowingly entertained angels. First off, I'm going to stop right there. I love this. I've heard this over and over again, which is one of the reasons why. Well, I shouldn't even say one of the reasons. It's probably a poor choice of words. Well, no, maybe it's not. I will I will continue to say what I was going to say. It's one of the reasons why I always try to make sure. And I've never been one to hand out money to panhandlers because especially living in Florida, there are a dime a dozen down there. You can see them everywhere. However, not to say that their situation isn't true, but there has also been some reporters that have followed panhandlers AKA like homeless people home, right? Like they'll, they'll dress in ratty, you know, raggedy clothes and you'll see people that are undercover journalists or whatever. And they'll follow certain panhandlers when they leave the, you know, street intersections and they'll go to, uh, like some beautiful looking SUV, you know, some Chevy suburban or something. Right. And they drive home into a gated community, you know, to add insult to injury. And so whenever I heard that story, I was like, yeah, I'm never giving money to panhandlers. But, you know, sometimes, though, there are times where, you know, I have seen panhandlers on intersections and I'm not going to go and explain what kind of giving I have done. But what I will say is there is one particular moment when I was in Ohio um, and I was in my younger 20s, I want to say, and there was a gentleman that had a, uh, he was an older gentleman and he had a, you know, the typical cardboard sign, you know, veteran, you know, I'm very hungry. Anything will help kind of one of those signs really poorly written. Right. We've all seen those and, uh, something inside of me, you know, knowing what I knew from that reporter in Florida about, you know, panhandlers going home to these big SUVs and, you know, nice gated communities. You know, I always said, I'm never giving money to panhandlers, but for some reason, something inside of my soul 
tugged at me. And again, in my younger 20s, I was you're talking about a young man who is, you know, loved the party, loved the drink. I was a DJ. I was in and out of nightclubs. I didn't I wasn't really tied in spiritually, if you will. Right. And but something tugged at me. Give this man what you have in your wall. And all I had was a 50. That was it. And here I am. I'm in this brand new Mustang, you know, smoking my black and mild cigar, you know, listen to my hip hop music and whatever. But something tugged at me. Give this man what you have. All of it. And all again, I never carried much cash because I always use a debit card. But all I had was a $50 bill. And I'm like, okay. So I rolled up to the guy. I stopped at the green light. And I handed him the 50. And he looked at me. And he was just so ecstatic. He goes, oh, God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, he was so excited and so ecstatic about it. And I said, no problem. Don't mention it. And I, I continued out of my way. And I didn't think nothing of it. And then somebody, I forgot who who told me this, but then I, somebody read this verse to me, do not neglect hospitality for through it. Some have unknowingly entertained angels. And I was thinking to myself, wow, like, I wonder, was that an angel that I may have entertained, you know? And to continue on with this verse where it says, be mindful of prisoners as if sharing their imprisonment and of the ill treated as yourselves for you are all in the body. And I, I couldn't agree more. And like my wife always says, it doesn't take a lot of effort to be nice. Regardless of who you think you're being nice to, it's just, it's, it, and my wife, I tell you, God bless her. She has such a huge heart. And this is why I love her. She keeps me grounded. If you want to know one of the reasons why I am the way I am, she plays a big part of it. I'm going to give, first off, glory to God, number one. But number two, she's the one praying to God. And I always had a little inside joke. I always say to her, I'm like, you and God conspire against me, I swear. I said, because I never thought in a million years I would ever be on this path. And she laughs. She goes, yeah, I know. I'm pretty amazing. And I'm like, yeah, you are. But let me tell you, she keeps me grounded. But I love that first verse. You know, just just you just never know when you're being nice and you're being, you know, acting out in agape, I think is what it's called, an agape love, just a true, genuine love for others like Jesus did. Regardless if you if you're entertaining an angel or not. OK, at the end of the day, we're all. God's children. And it took me a very long time to remember or to realize. It took me a very long time. And um, and some days I fall short because, again, I'm human like anybody else. I fall short. Um, and I don't do, I'm not my best version of myself that very day, you know. Another area in, in this Hebrews uh, chapter that I really enjoyed here where it says, uh, through him, and this is uh, verse 15, let me clarify, chapter 13, verse 15. Through him, then, let us continually offer God a sacrifice of praise that is the fruit of lips that confess his name. Do not neglect to do good and share what you have. God is pleased by sacrifices of that kind. Not burnt offerings, not animal sacrifices, not none of that. I love that. Let's give the sacrifice of praise because it is the fruit of our lips that, that confess his name that he enjoys the most, right? And like I was saying to my priest yesterday when we had dinner with him, I told him, I said, you know, there was a time where he, you know, just uttering the names Jesus Christ in regular everyday conversation. I, I don't want to say that I, I was embarrassed by it, but I was, I, well, no, I guess I'm going to be completely truthful. Yeah, it was almost embarrassing because I'm thinking to myself, I wonder how people are going to look at me, right? Like, are they going to think I'm a Jesus freak? But now, now that I know the true power of Christ and the words that he's spoken and what he came to earth for, right? Like, I know that, that true power, really, truly. And, and I got to say, whenever I discuss 
Jesus Christ in a conversation, right? Now, keep in mind, I'm a truck driver. I'm around a bunch of, you know, potty mouth truck drivers that tell dirty jokes, right? Um, Not all of them. I'm not saying all of them are a bunch of heathens. There's some good men in there. But, again, we're all human, right? We're in a very fallen world. And so, and especially in that industry, you're around a lot of rugged, rough personalities. And so, but now it's like when I utter the words Jesus Christ in like a conversation, depending on the context and, you know, the situation, I don't even think anything of it because now to me, like Jesus is my best friend. I have him in my heart. I have no embarrassment. I have no, I have no reservations on what people think of me. I don't care anymore. That's true freedom. So anyway, I don't want to keep this going on, drawing real too long. Um, because of the simple fact that I do want to keep this at that 1% or less with him, which we're already at 17 minutes and you know 15 seconds. But I do just want to say this. I appreciate you being here, and this is something I'm going to keep doing. I'm going to find different scriptures, different chapters that I read daily. Maybe it's something that might be, you know, that runs parallel to what we're seeing today. Maybe something jumps out at me that reminds me of a personal situation and how I work through it. I don't know. But this is kind of more along the lines that I want to go down because it'll I think it'll be more of an interesting topic to continue on listening. And not only that, what I was thinking about doing is every once in a while doing a um, a one percent or less with him uh, plus plus exclusive uh, episodes here in the future. There's a couple of few there's a few men that uh, I'm very you know good friends with that are in the gas and uh, gas hauling industry and they have a ministry uh, in a town that's about 45 minutes away from me. And uh, they work specifically with men um, who have issues with uh, pornography. And they, uh, they have a curriculum that they follow. And so now they dealt with the first phase of the, uh, of, of the ministry or, you know, of the curriculum. Now they're moving on to the second phase, which is really truly joining in a unity, a, a real true unity with their spouse, with their wife, right? And what that looks like. And so now they're going through that curriculum right now. So what I'm thinking in the future, I wanted to have kind of like a roundtable discussion with uh, these gentlemen uh, when we can get all of our uh, our schedules in alignment. And uh, I would have them actually on and we'd have like maybe a 30 to 35 minute discussion on what it is they're doing. And listen, just because it's for men doesn't mean I don't want women listening. This would be very good for women as well. I mean, this is for everybody. I don't care who it is because at the end of the day, this is all God driven and this is meant for everybody. But what they particularly do, because this is such an issue in society, is they work with men to get away from their porn addictions, to drop all that. Because at the end of the day, that does ruin a marriage. I mean, I had an issue with it. And so I think that's going to be a very good topic, uh, not just the you know men and porn addictions, but I think that's just overall going to be a good uh, roundtable discussion, I should say, going forward into the future that uh, we should be doing. Maybe we'll start with like once a month so it's not overbearing for them. I don't want it to make it seem like it's a part-time job for them. I want it to be something that's fun, but something that's organic, right? Something that we can all come together and talk like a brand of brothers about what they're doing and maybe share some personal stories that maybe might help other people understand, okay, maybe I'm not the only one here that's having this issue, right? And, and, and discuss what we have done to kick those, you know, the, the devil, if you will, down, you know, off to the side and how we got him out of our lives, right? And, and, and really focus back on the family, on the marriage.
So anyway, that's all I have for today. I'm going to close this out with a prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you so very much for uh, just all that you do. I, I know it seems like I'm a repeating, you know, I sound like a skipping record, but thank you for another day of good life, another day of good health for me, my wife, my family, my daughter, for everybody listening here, for everybody around the world, for those that are believers and non-believers, because you, God, have created everybody in your own image and you've given every individual man and woman a specific gift. And we need to always remember that everybody has feelings. Everybody bleeds the same and everybody cries the same tears. And as my wife often always says, it doesn't take much effort to be nice. So give us that mindset, Lord. Give me that mindset because you know I struggle and I fall. It doesn't take much effort to be nice. I pray all of this in your holy, holy son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. That is all I have. Have a wonderful day, and I apologize that this went to 21 minutes and 15 seconds, but there are some important things I wanted to discuss here. So have a good night and stay blessed and sleep well. All right, till next time. I want to say thank you again for joining us here at His Our Line. You just listened to 1% or less with him. Don't forget you can find us at www.ishardline.com. We look forward to seeing you next time. Have a blessed day.